Hello and welcome to another comedy ramble, this time a tale about my granddad. Now when I was little my granddad lived with us, that's me, my mum, my dad and my brother and a cat. Uh, yep, and I would come home from school and my granddad would always shake me in, avid reader of cowboy books, he'd come in here lad, have something to show you. What's that granddad I would say? And uh, he'd show me something in one of his cowboy books. Usually, um, a mention about such a Jake or Zeke uh, lifted one cheek up and farted, etc., etc. Uh, I don't know, man. I'll say that funny to you, but um, you know, child, a little bit risque in that. Oh, don't tell your mum and dad. Ho oh, oh. ho. You know, I'm just showing you the word fair to you. Uh, I'm not really that over impressed with jokes on breaking wind and such now, but I, I used to lap this kind of thing up. Uh, and it really funny, and God knows why, numerous books, loads of things with cowboys breaking wind, you know, well, as well as shooting and all that kind of caper, but why the authors seemed obsessed with tales of these uh, flatulent uh, country folk, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, my granddad uh, also being the man who taught me to spell my very first word, I can spell it out now. Easy as anything, D-I-R-R-H-O-E-A, diarrhea. And he taught me that. And I've been quite good at spelling ever since. Well, with a word like that, you know, it's not the easiest of words to spell. And that was my party trick. So you've got all little kids who can sing and play guitar and do all this kind of caper. And, oh, hello, Doris, hello, yeah, is this your Neil? Yeah, this is our Neil. Oh, what can he do? And before they could shut me up... I would leave. I can spell diarrhea, D-I-R-R-H-O-E-A. Oh, yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I've, I thought it was good and, well, a bit embarrassing for the rest of the family, but, yep. So that's my granddad. Also a chap who, uh, every Christmas, playing with a balloon. Yeah, oh, God, a ballooner. That's before the internet. Do you remember them? Balloons. Yep, chucking a balloon round. And he'd sit there, cigarette in hand. This was the days of smoking. You know, many, many years ago. And he'd say, uh, he'd say, go on, pass it over here, lad. I said, no, you'll pop it. I said, I'll not pop it. I said, you will. And they said, go on. And uh, he'd say, no, no, I'll not pop it. Do you not trust me? Well, you know, you're ungrateful after all the things I've done for you, etc., etc. Lay a big guilt trip on me. I'd think, well, maybe you'll not this time. I took the balloon over. And like uh, Charlie Brown with... Uh, God, what's her name? Lucy, is it? You know, I won't uh, move the football away when you try to kick it. And she always does. And you think, how gullible is he? Well, I was just as gullible. Chucks the balloon across to my granddad. Bang, there we are, cigarette in it. Boo-hoo-hoo, loads of sobbing. You know, price of a balloon. Uh, but it gave him pleasure watching me uh, fall for it every time. And that's any a bit cruel, but I don't know. I've got a bit of a cruel streak myself, especially with my sense of humour. And I've developed that from him. Which I'm thankful to him for now. All those years crying about balloons. Anyway, I'll carry on. I'll tell you the tale about my granddad when he was stranded on a farm in Wales. Anyway, this tale happened many, many, many years ago. This was BC. That's uh, before computers. And... Uh, Oh, basically, my granddad was a lorry driver, driving a lorry, as lorry drivers do. 
I'm there, he's in Wales. Lorry breaks down. So he walks to this farm. Uh, so this, he's there at this farm, full of Welsh farmers. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? It's Wales. You know, it's not surprising. Now, if they'd have been Scottish, you'd think, ooh, unusual. I wonder if they'd just moved down here. But no, no, Welsh farmers in Wales. Nothing wrong with that. Tells them, blah, blah, broke down. Um, they said, blah, blah, we believe you. And he says, blah, blah. You know, a lot of blah, blah, in, as you often find in Martels. Uh, the upper shop being, uh, there's a garage X number of miles away. We'll drive you there in the morning and uh, get you some petrol. Or auto, because he said, oh, you know, I'm parked way back up here. Oh, well, you're quite near to the, the, the garage. So, well, they were shut anyway. So, you know, he's, he's walked a fair distance to go to this farm house. And they'll drive him back in the morning, you know, you're quite welcome to stay the night. There was a pub nearby, though, so my granddad. Um, well, I'll invite you out for a drink, etc., etc. So there's the farmer and his uh, two sons. Out there, go for a drink. My granddad buys the ale in, not, not being tight with money. And uh, a jolly time I'd buy all. So anyway, uh, they end up quite drunk. Go back to the house late. And Grandad's got the privilege of having the room, baby's room, with, you know, bed in the room and cot, so that, you know, should the baby need any, any bugger to sit with him or her, well, they say him, I can't remember now, but if anybody needed to sit with him, you know, and stay up, there's a bed in the, Something Grandad has this bed, and, you know, nods off, only trouble is, Middle of the night, he wakes up, dying for a pee. Uh, doesn't know the firm. Doesn't know any of the rooms in it and that. Thinks, oh my God. Has a look out the door. One door looks the same as another. Does not know which the bathroom is. Absolutely brasting. And he thinks to himself, hmm, baby. Baby's not known for being continent 100%. I know what I'll do. I'll lift the baby out of the cot. Have a pee, you know, and nobody's going to think twice of that poo a baby, etc., etc. Just add a wee in the nut. Uh, I'll get away with it. So he picks baby up, sits baby in the bed that he'd been sleeping in, and relieves himself by having a wee in the baby's cot. Um, so there he is, piddling in a way. Blessed relief, etc., etc., which is all well and good, you know, so thinks, well, you know, I'm sorry about this, but I can't think of anything else to do. Uh, goes to pick the baby up, to put the baby back in the cot. Unfortunately, when he looked in the bed, the baby had had a certain problem uh, involving that particular word, which the first word and the best word that I've ever learned to spell D-I-A-R-R-H-O-E-A. That's right, the baby had had the squitters and had squatted all over the bed. So, um, whether that's retribution or what, you know, oh God, I don't want them thinking I've paid. No, they'll think you've just, you know, browned the bed up instead. So, he did the honourable thing, opened the window, climbed out of it, and buggered off. And there we have it. That's a tale about my granddad. A man who had a lot of time for.
Indeed, Manny, this is the same chap who uh, got lost on his way to London looking for uh, Peppy's Place. And he's asking everyone, he says, I'm looking for Peppy's Place. Do you know where Peppy's Place is? And, uh, oh, I don't know Peppy's Place. Peppy's Place? I've not heard of that. And isn't it funny, they've all got Lancashire accents as well in, in this uh, little tale. But no, no, they were Cockney, but I, I hate doing Cockney. Coblami, Apples and Purs, Governor. No, we ain't not, never not heard of... No Peppy's place, nor and we haven't, ain't we not? Oh no, no one had heard of this place. They sent him round some Italian areas, restaurants and that, until he showed somebody it written down. And it wasn't Peppy's place, it was spelt P-E-P-Y-S. Uh, Samuel Peeps also had his name spelt like that. The place was named after him. It was Peeps Place, and that's why he couldn't find Peppy's place. Anyhow, uh, I'm going to leave it at that. So, yeah, another comedy ramble with me, my two dogs up there, Gina, Rup, Terrier, Border Collie above her, Rosie, a load of horses, and we don't know who they are, but I don't think they bother, they seem happy enough. So, until next time, bye for now.